Hello everyone and welcome to episode three of the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. I just wanted to start this episode by saying that we are genuinely so thankful and overwhelmed by the absolutely incredible response that we have had from the previous two episodes. Mm. I never thought for a second, I know that people were always saying that, like, I never thought that was going to happen. Like, but I genuinely, <laughs> when we put this out there, I had... We did not know how the fuck this was going to go. Like people were either going to love it, they were going to hate it, or they just simply weren't going to listen at all. In which I'd case actually we think put... I'd rather someone hated it than didn't listen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> any press is good press as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to take the opportunity to say like, thank you mm-hmm. to everyone watching, everyone commenting, everyone sharing, messaging us. It really does keep us keeping on thank you especially as well to the ones who reviewed because I, I don't think I've ever reviewed anything in my whole life yeah. so that means a lot we've also got Marcelo right now recording this for us and thank you especially for being 50% of our record our um our listens I think Marcelo's a Marcelo uh, yeah our probably only straight male friend sorry if we have others that I just can't think of but I don't <laughs> think we do um I think as pretty much had it on loop so we think that we're getting thousands of players it's actually actually just just Marcelo but (laughs) I'll take what I can get at this point yeah so beyond saying thank you to the listeners as well I just want to say thank you to like genuinely all of our friends who have Mm. supported rallied showed up recorded you know that it's like we genuinely couldn't do it without all of you like even the clothes that we're wearing today is from Marcelo and his sister's incredible brand uh, called Cielo Studios, which we will tag. So if you think that we look way better today, that is why. If you think we look rich, that's why. Because I could not (laughs) fucking afford these on the daily. I'm actually terrified that I'm going to get a crisp on it or something. She's rented. She is rented. (laughs) Um, That's fine. We're being honest. So yeah, that will all be tagged. We've got a lot to talk about actually today. We always have a lot to talk about. We never really shy away from any kind of conversation. We had, well, I I think we wanted to talk about kind of like what we've been up to recently as well, because Mm -hmm. things have been pretty hectic on our end. But we were just saying as well, like the, the weather being so shit in the UK. Are you seriously that desperate for content? You're going to start talking about the weather. I'm always you're gonna start I'm always talking, talking about, the, about weather. the weather I don't want to talk about I'm the weather. continuously talking yeah, about the weather I have to talk it about all the weather. I give a shit about actually. I don't want to talk about I'm the British weather with you on a podcast I'm we British talk about it every day I'm British well I was leading into the fact that the reason why it's been raining has led us to be on our sixth play of the um of the L word which yeah true <laughs> you prick for anyone <laughs> listening to this and I feel like again we're going to talk a lot today about kind of lesbian war badges because everyone's got them and it's just a rite of passage. Like you need multiple war badges to be a legitimate lesbian. Mm. And one of the war badges is how many times have you started from episode one of the L word? Because we are, mm. I think about the sixth time yeah. together in our relationship. There's been more times that I've started from episode one and watched the whole way through yeah. on my own as well. I um, I remember when my, when my ex, my, my first ever girlfriend made me watch the L word and I remember being like, this is ridiculous. Like, weren't you in your straight era? Yeah, I was point, in my though. straight era. That's probably why. No, 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 listen. So I was like, well, in this your is, denial era. This is in my denial era. I watched it and I was like, there's no way that women are actually like this. And now I can safely say, after <laughs> watching it 700 times, that this is the most truest. It has its flaws. Obviously, it was made in, it started in 2004. So there's a few things that wouldn't be like acceptable now that we've got more knowledge on, on kind of certain things. But it is the truest representation of like a lesbian life and lesbian circle, friends, yeah. relationships that has ever aired online. And, um, and yeah, I laugh at past me now being like, that is too gay. I yeah. was like, that is far too there gay. Is- there is no, no such thing as being too gay. No, no. Um, but we are, yeah, we are spending the first five minutes of this podcast doing a shout out to the L word because <laughs> it genuinely shaped Jennifer Beals. It shaped yeah. me as a person. It did. I would not be the lesbian I am today, uh, quite literally without Jennifer Beals. Like, yeah, am I basing most of my personality on her? Yeah, I am. I do I like use it as an excuse to be an utter fucking bitch? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Is it working for me? No, Maybe. but I'll carry on. I think you're like a mixture between Helena Peabody and Bette. You're Tina. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm joking. <laughs> if you ever want to fuck you're off your girlfriend, really call her Tina. I no, no, I've got the personality, I think, of like Alice. No, to be fair, looks-wise, not at all, but you're actually a bit of a Carmen because Carmen is, like, musically creative. So d- sorry, did you just say looks-wise, not at all? Which is, obviously, Carmen's so hot. I know I don't look Mexican, like her. Mexican, Freya. <laughs> but yeah... You're, yeah, but you're white. Yeah, I you know that. You took a saying. DNA test the other day that said you were 99.999% white. And the other but part yeah, was I'm Scandinavian. Not gonna, I'm not going to compare you. <laughs> but I, but can, can you let me finish? Okay, okay, okay. I think that you are like her because she's like very musical. She's very lovable. She gets on with everyone. She's not controversial. She's not difficult. She She's all about the cooking, that Latina Thank kind of. Thank you very you, much. She all about dance, the cooking. You can't, well so me. that's a difference. Um, and yeah, you're a bit of Alice. I can dance better than you. I did 12 years of ballet. <laughs> you think you can dance better. Can we just yes. settle this instantly by saying neither of us can dance? No, neither of us can dance, right, but so I know I can dance better be- than you. Ugh, I can't even be bothered. But I can't you be bothered. are, so you're Bet and Helena. I feel like I'm a little bit of Alice as well because I'm like chaotic. Like I feel like when, when Alice had that breakup with Dana and she chased her all down the road in her car, that would be me. <sighs> Yeah, that is something I would do, and that's something that you've got to look forward to if you ever want to break up. With I'm me. pretty sure you have tried to do that in a previous argument. I've had to like push you onto the side of the pavement to get that, out. Of the no, I the actually car. I logged. I was quite concerned for your safety, and I logged into your iCloud. <laughs> Fine so yeah, I tracked you down with the dog. With the L because the weather in Britain has been like shitter than usual, particularly for March. Not in the right. So country. we've we've quite literally clutching at straws, but we say that like we don't leave the house. And we do. We've actually had a really busy couple of weeks, starting yeah. off with my birthday, which was... So I have a thing with my birthday, right? Because I've got, like, Marcelo, who is here helping <laughs> us record today, is laughing at the background, because he's laughing in the background, because he knows where this is going. But I actually have, like, a bit of trauma when it comes to my birthdays, because, woe is me, when I was growing up, a lot of my friendship group in school were not my friends. Like these girls were girls that pretended to be my friends, but they were not my friends and they were really fucking nasty to me. I had a couple of girls within that friendship group who were my true friends and still are to this day, but the majority of them were not my friends. So when it ever came to things that I had like planned or wanted to do, they would say they would come and then just wouldn't show up. So when it comes to my birthday, I get really worried about that. So I was on a bit of a weird vibe at the start, thinking, oh, no one's going to turn up. When they do turn up, like the vibe's going to be Can I just say shit. there's nothing worse than getting ready with someone who's on a bad vibe? It's the worst. Thank like you. you're trying to do your makeup and someone's just like absolutely fuming. Okay, thanks. Fuming. That's you most times we get ready. Yeah, but everyone <laughs> turned up and it did start a little bit slow. I'm not going to lie, it did. I was thinking, oh, fuck. Like, because Freya had had her birthday in this very same place the month before. She didn't have that problem. So obviously I'm like, well, it's me. Everyone fucking hates me. (laughs) And then the next thing I know, this place, there's like, okay, so it's Little Yellow Door in Notting Hill. So there's like an upstairs bar lounge and then there's a downstairs bar club. And I walked downstairs into what I can just describe as like a lesbian cesspit. So like... Cess... It w- yeah, and, and like emphasis on the cess. Emphasis on the pit. Um, there, was a, there was a lot of pit. A lot of pussy pit, actually. Lot of pussy and a lot of pit. Um, <laughs> to all of our very close friends, just... Absolutely. Passing balls. each other around, actually, like a chocolate bar. Um, yeah. I obviously got involved in the passing. Freya was already being passed. Marcelo puff, puff, puff. was stood in the corner. Puss, puss, puss. Um, as the, no, not the only, actually the only straight man there. Yeah. Um, being like, I both love and hate this at the same time. What do I do? Where do I look? Without being offensive, but also I actually don't want to got like ma- visual ma- evidence like, of Marcelo wanting to like crawl up in a hole and die. Yeah. So that was really interesting. So my birthday was a lot of fun. We also ended up going to a restaurant uh, on Goldburn Road in Notting Hill, just up from Notting Hill. Oh, this is brilliant. Maramia. Maramia Cafe. I always, I always say it wrong because I'm mia. uneducated. And <laughs> they always put on music in this place as well. And the guy who owns it, really, really great guy, knew it was my birthday. So he was like, you can choose whatever song you want to put on and get up and like sing and dance. And I was like, 
mm, you you probably don't want that there was a quite a large group of women on the table next to us who probably haven't laughed since about 2002 so I was like this isn't going to go down well you you don't want me to choose this song he was like no I do like put on whatever you want so like any good lesbian would I put on your pussy is god by king princess <laughs> um the whole when I tell you the whole restaurant walked out yeah other than mm. two old people from New York, shout out to you guys because you were fucking legends, particularly They're the legends. woman who came up and was like, if I could get up there without like breaking a hip, I would. But the, the whole table just cleared. There was a table of about like 12 girls. And I think like for me, I don't even get offended anymore. I just think what a sad little life, Jane. Yeah. <clears throat> I like asked one just, of them to get very, up. It's very odd. I was like, come on, just get up and dance. She was like, I'm on FaceTime to my husband. Do I up. look like I give a fuck? Block like, him. Block your husband. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. care. I don't care. Divorce him tomorrow. I don't give a shit. There was one hot one on that table though who kept looking over. I knew she there wanted to be on our table. There was one fruity one. We did spot I knew you. she wanted to be there and I'm so sorry that you've got I'm boring sorry that friends. Your friends are shit. Your friends are really shit. Uh, so yeah, we've had a busy couple of weeks and Very we've busy. been trying to do loads of stuff for this podcast behind the scenes. So it's the only thing that we take up in up in our lives that doesn't flop um yeah we're dedicated to that i was gonna say as well i've been really laughing at everyone's comments on the what we do for hot girls tiktok that we put out there so everyone's been rating all of like there was like kate jillian fletcher angelina um aubrey plaza and um and i did and i did do an apology to fletcher for not putting her first and then she did comment and say... She comes Angelina, first now for commenting. Now she comes first. Mm. I want to put it out there. I don't think I'm above Fletcher. I still think I Who would Who said that? Punching. Did someone say that? No. Oh. Just me. It's like an internal thing. I'm now worried that she thinks I'm above it. Now that she's commented, I'm like, oh, Fletcher. Yeah. Had you I, not I, have said that, she she may or may not have reached I, out to us when I, she came to London last week. would crawl on the floor of nails to to just kiss her on the cheek but she um no i mean i probably wouldn't actually she don't reckon uh, loads of people put kate first yeah but just because all the lesbians are weak for kate because mm. kate knows how to play us yeah. and we all know she's playing us and everyone actually made a good point that actually angelina wouldn't be the freakiest it would be aubrey plaza yeah which i do agree depends with. how you depi- define freaky because there's two different types of freaky there's Tie you up, make you scream and cry, freaky. Mm -hmm. And then there's bust into the room in a crocodile wetsuit, freaky. Do you know what I mean? And they're two different I know Aubrey Plaza would dress up like a tampon and walk in the room. And they'd be like, you like period sex? Lick me. (laughs) Lick it. Top to bottom. It's just cotton wool when you're like... And she's like, carry on. We were talking What's about your problem. You're <laughs> we <were> weak. T- <laughs> we were talking about period sex with that few brand the other day, which was really interesting. I really enjoyed speaking about period sex because I felt like ever nobody wants to speak about it. But I remember I was with this one girl who like who pulled out my tampon like it was a party popper, and that was <laughs> and that was traumatic. Like you as never much as I love period sex, surprised me, Freya. That's probably one of the reasons why I've hung around because I just know on the daily something's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah, why haven't you done that to me? I'm starting to. I, you don't want to. You don't want to wrap that little tampon, tampon string like around your finger. <laughs> How bad do you want it? <laughs> um, I'm not against talking about period stuff and period sex. But when you're on your period, there's a lot more involved. There's a lot more obstacles than just the tampon. Like you wrap what, up... a towel? That's the obstacle. A towel, period mm. pants, a sanitary t- towel in the pan- period pants. Just... And the tampon. Just have a shower and walk straight out and I'll just lay well, down the fine. towel like okay, a red carpet. Well, that's fine, okay, if you want to plan that and do the bed sheets after and spray them all down like I have to to get all the stains out wash them t- twice on a 60 I, mi- I miss the days you when I used on. to get a hairdryer out to, to dry our bed sheets <laughs> you've done that literally two weeks ago so what do you mean you miss the days miss it. done it two weeks ago yeah I miss her two weeks days ago. ago that's terrible the main topic we wanted to talk about today actually and I think one that again going back to lesbian war badges that probably most of you sadly are going to relate to is straight girls and particularly 
falling for slash in love slash infatuation obsession with straight girls now i feel like most of us have been through it Mm. i definitely have which Mm. i'll get on to in a moment and obviously you guys have been sending in your dating horror stories and there's been a lot of that coming up on the horror stories as well so we really wanted to kind of talk about this and tackle it head on to say a you're not alone like this is a universal experience like we've spoken about previously with lesbians proposing within two weeks as a universal experience straight girls are the same in terms it's of it's a right you're all doing it mm. um but i also don't want to undermine how actually traumatizing and stressful that can be i don't know if you've ever fallen in love with the straight girl actually i was really into two straight girls when i was growing up i was like 16 17 and it was it's it is really traumatic because it makes you feel entirely alone i think especially when you grow up in a place that isn't gay and there's not a lot of open people especially like when we were growing up like i'm talking i don't even know what year it was but like when I was 17, <clears throat> there wasn't anyone openly gay, apart from my sister, funnily enough, but no one openly gay within my town that I lived in. And I managed to find this one girl who I was like really, really into. And when I when we say straight, by the way, guys, we're having like a caveat. Right now I'm saying straight with with uh quote marks. It's they're not yeah, as they're not entirely straight. Quote these, unquote straight. I have to say these girls would have never I don't believe would have ever have gotten themselves in these situations yeah. had they been entirely straight. Yeah. But that's none the wiser. But I, I was I was absolutely infatuated with this girl, but it just it made me feel more alone because we would get drunk and we would make out and we would do things and whatever it was and I remember that being like the best time of my life and then this girl would just pretend that nothing ever happened she got a boyfriend you know she'd make Mm -hmm. sure that she was always making out with him in front of me and doing things like that and because I wasn't comfortable in my sexuality either at that Mm -hmm. point she didn't think that I was gay I mean obviously she did but she kind of thought it was just like a a secret that you both had that Mm -hmm. you both just didn't discuss outside of those situations yeah and then she had a friend who was also fruity who i met at a party and so like for me i was like oh maybe like her and then again another straight girl situation and just it's just it i would have been better off as much as i loved it i would have been better off actually not of having either of those experiences i think at that time Mm. because for me i think because it made me feel so much more isolated and it made me feel so much more alone that's interesting that they that the one person that i was like sleeping with or, or kissing or whatever it was or having feelings for didn't express that back to me was way more harmful than yeah. I think me just going about my life. That's <laughs> Not interesting because it actually had the opposite effect for me. Where it, yeah, because it got so painfully obvious that I could no longer hide from it anymore. So it forced me to accept who I was because I think like many people, I looking back now, I knew I was gay from mm. probably the age of, I would say seven actually. What made you think you were gay at seven? What was Because I was in love with my um, year one teacher, Miss Nifton, and used to pretend to fall asleep on her leg just so I could sniff her calf. <laughs> I was in love with Miss King, so... But yeah, so it had a different effect for me because I kind of always knew, put it to the back of my mind, had multiple boyfriends, mm. kind of, you know, done everything that every normal young girl would do until I had my straight girl for four four years yeah this went on for four that's years. rough scarlet four uh, years is upset like literal i thought that this like yeah so it started off like as friends and this person was a bit older than me and so i already idolized her because she was a bit older and i think when you're younger and someone's like a little bit older than you you like just oh, it's look cool. up to them as yeah, well yeah, and, yeah, you know yeah, totally. all of that stuff and we were like we were best friends but it took best friends to a next level like essays every night before bed i bff best funny friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally um yeah we took bff to a new level <laughs> and i quite literally spent i think the first three years like hoping and praying 
and convincing myself that one day this would work out. Mm. Like we would run off into the sunset together and shock horror never happened because it never does happen. Actually, there's probably some scenarios where it has, but most of the time it doesn't. (laughs) And yeah, this was like painful, like a painful four years of my life because I also convinced myself it was just that person. I've done that. I did so, that with my first ever girlfriend. I was yeah. like, I'm I'm only into her. Yeah. You know, it, it just happens. This is yeah. fine. I'm not gay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think towards the end of the last year, because I was obviously growing up during this period as well. So I was getting more and more accepting of just who I was as a person outside of my sexuality and just growing in strength and my ability to kind of you know, voice my opinions, voice my emotions and how I felt. So I started to kind of, I think, question the norm, um, quote unquote, that I had been convincing myself was okay for the last, you know, three or so years. Mm. And you also grew up though, like in a really, oh yeah, really like the depths of Somerset. So if you don't know, if you're from any, another country, like the depths of Somerset is just real countryside you know very can you can you just do a little tease of the accent for me really all right my lover all right my love all right my lover all right you little girl why do you always make it fucking weird you always say little girl yeah to my dog <laughs> freya i don't go around the streets going little girl i literally call my dog that for fuck's sake you always do this little girl go away you're actually annoying me today quite a lot um so yeah i'd spent that time you know just and i started to kind of push against that i just didn't think that this kind of was acceptable anymore the way that Mm. we were behaving it was weird and it was not okay for a friendship which kind of saw that friendship i think disintegrate for a bit but I'm really grateful for it. So going back mm. to what you said about, you know, you kind of wish it didn't happen. I'm glad it did because mm. come the end, I was so sick and fucking tired of lying and hiding and pretending I was someone that I wasn't. I basically just then burst out the closet. Like I didn't walk out. Like I mm. fucking pulled the doors down. I yeah. went full throttle. You did cowboy boot. Yeah, I drove boosh. myself up to Bath, which was one of the nearest towns. Yeah. Met a girl from Bath Uni. Nice integrated myself into the bath football gay club mm-hmm. and lived my little lesbian dream little lesbian life I, I i no i do appreciate that i get what you're saying about you know that being like a turning point for you i had that with my first relationship yeah that's what i mean i feel like the first whatever it is is never whatever the, it is whatever you think your first I, th- is. I think the messing about and i think i, I kind of want to do like a psa as well that like there's there's no harm in experimenting but just be like really careful about it because I, and I mean on the other side, I'm not talking about girls, I'm talking about the situations that you get yourselves into, men and boys, when you are a gay woman, if you are sleeping with men or like, you know, getting yourself involved with men um, that you're not interested in because you want to prove that you're straight is a very bad idea yeah. because I've done that and I've gotten myself yeah. into tons Same. of very dangerous situations. A lot of alcohol was involved as well because I needed to get myself there yeah. to be able to even do do what I wanted to do to prove to people that I was straight. So it's not worth it. No. It's not worth it. I, I think that like kids are a lot more aware than what we were, but you still have to go through shit. Mm. You've always got to go through shit. And I think like with my first relationship when I, I mean, I feel really bad now and I've apologized to her because I've, I've said, look, I'm so sorry for shoving you back in that closet. Cause I shoved her in that closet for like a good two and a half years out of our relationship. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's actually a really damaging thing to do. And I think as me, I swear to God, my frontal lobe, whatever it is, was not cortex developed. was not developed yeah. until I was like 22 because the decisions that I made before the age of like 23 are very questionable and the way that I behaved and everything else but I um but yeah I've said to her look I'm, I I feel so bad for, for making you do that for making you go back into the closet but this was my journey that I had to do and she helped me become the person that I wanted to be yeah. and that I was um, and then I did the same as you that once that was kind of like over it was like okay I'm gonna be fully fledged 
gay i'm so sorry i'm gonna embrace that yeah so shit on you but like it was just the truth sadly what happened it does just happen and you know but i but i owe her for that and i think that you know and i owe that experience and what i went through and the same with you with your with your whatever but i think the the pain of straight girls (laughs) is that you know there's always one that deep down really does know and one day is going to and quite willing to accept that they are bisexual pansexual or lesbian Mm -hmm. and then there's always one that clearly is as well one of those things yeah but will never accept it and this is where it becomes so painful because there is that friction I like speaking out to all of you who are listening to this maybe going through this have gone through it and may go through it in the future it's not about you like you're Mm. not the problem you're not going crazy you're not thinking that things are happening and everyone is like this if you are getting a real sense of someone is emotionally connected to me connected and is to me, in me and is messaging me all the time and is saying things that your other friends wouldn't say and is maybe mm. behaving in a way that your other friends don't behave that's gay don't feel like it's you yeah um and don't punish yourself for that because i again spent a long time thinking am i just bigging this up in my head because i so desperately want it to be Mm -hmm. no like fully grown me is oh yeah you go you do drive yourself to insanity i think in those moments because you're like i feel crazy and then and then you start to feel like a bit of a predator yeah I think it's like, you know, and I think that that's the last thing that gay people ever want to hear. But also feel strong in the fact that by you even recognising this, there will be light at the end of the tunnel for you, like there was for both of us. And we lead such happy lesbian lives now. And sadly for that other person, you can't make anyone do anything that they want to do, nor should you. No. But... They've got to to do their own thing. As I say, they could be bisexual, they could be pansexual, so they could rely maybe on that other side of them i think maybe one thing that i all side of them if they are lesbians Mm. but you're going to be free one day and you're going to come out the other side and this is an experience and it will teach you a lot of things it will be hurtful and painful at the time Mm. but it does teach you a lot and you do come through the other side and you you reflect and you learn and it makes you stronger what i was going to say as well it's like don't be don't be afraid to communicate and actually just say it's scary. Mm. Sometimes yeah, you need to kind depends. of in, in a roundabout way. You don't have to openly be like, "Do you like me?" But you oh, can yeah, but find no, a Freya, way. I done that. <clears throat> I did, did you do that? Yeah. There were so many instances of like inadvertently saying things without saying it, mm. and it was just enough to keep me keeping on and keep me hanging on and wishing but never enough to be definitive either yeah. way. And I also do think that de- it's not as easy as to just ask. I no. think now we are in a really lucky position with our friends and with each other and Very the people open. that we surround our with. We just say, and we just say it how it is and we ask. Do you like me? That's not always yeah. the situation. And it can lo- lead some people into exposing themselves maybe in an environment that may not be safe. Um, That's obviously true. read obviously, the room. Yeah read the room if you feel like it's safe and if you feel like you can yeah I don't think talk to yourself i think that there's no point in torture because if they turn around and they say oh god no then actually you've just saved yourself some time <laughs> do you know what i True. mean like like you look at it that way especially because i know it's not the same everywhere and in every country but it is a lot more progressive now in yeah. comparison to 2010 when we were doing all this kind of stuff so yeah that's kind of our Small straight ain't dive. straight <laughs> but yeah basically the is what we want to say at the end is like you know that in those situations i i think you you owe a lot of compassion as mm-hmm. well to that other person who isn't able to be entirely mm-hmm. themselves and isn't able to be open and isn't able to be comfortable in that space so mm-hmm. be mindful of that as well because as much as it hurts you this person will probably like the people that we've experienced it with stay in the closet forever uh, by the way, I'm not saying that this person is in the closet. Like, no, 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 no. But it's not I'm, for me to decide. But no. a lot of the time, that is probably. But I believe the from case. my situations that they probably yeah. wouldn't have. Yeah. And one one other thing I just want to cover on this before we go on to the uh, dating horror story is um, I've had a couple of messages as well from people who, unfortunately, are in environments, maybe situations where they are the only gay in the village. Mm. Pardon to quote 
Little Britain. Little Britain. <laughs> which I probably shouldn't be quoting. <laughs> They've said that there's been multiple occasions where women that they have become close with have kind of got really close with them and then said things like, oh, if only if you were a man or, mm. you know, if only if I was a man and things like that. And that's not about you. That's not don't wish that you were something or someone else. That is basically that but also person just shut saying, up. do you know what I mean? Shut I up. can't accept Don't who I am. Don't say shit like that. And like, I'm going to say like, stupid shit. Yeah. I feel like that just annoys me. Because I'm like, you just, that's such a cop out. Just don't even say it. I know, but people do say it. And I know. I just want to pick up on that and say again. Well, they go, like, I wish I was saying that to you. <laughs> if anyone is saying that to you, that's about them. That is not about mm. you. And again, just like good luck in your lives in denial. If you want to live like that, fine, but stop. We've said this before. Just stop bringing other people into it. Yeah, totally. it's not okay. But also, be gay. Be a little bit fruity. Have fun. Relax. Yeah, just have some fun. Have some Jesus fun. Let your hair Christ. down. Pull your pants down and have some fun. Freya. <laughs> Actually, no. There is another subcategory then of fruity females. Because we do meet a lot of we meet so many fruity females, and out. they're always the hottest ones. They're, all, they're always so that? hot, and it's ridiculous. And this isn't me being like, oh, it's because they're fruity; it makes them hotter. No, 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 no. We were walking to a bar, or you know, like we were saying earlier with the with the restaurant that we were at. She was the fruity one. The one that we could tell was the fruity one was the, was hottest. the hottest one in the group. Yeah, and we get this a lot. We'll walk into like a bar or a restaurant, and we clock them. Yeah, <laughs> straight really away. Bad. Um, <laughs> the gaydar is I'm so like a strong. Fucking lesbian sniper. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a lesbian. Yeah, no, nobody's always, so always the fit ones. Yeah, I've got the fruity vibes, and are the ones mm. that we somehow end up in conversation with, and spending the nights with, or making you know friends with, and that's fine. That they're not necessarily gay. No, 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 but no. But they're definitely the fruitiest. Like they're definitely mm. the touchiest. They're definitely the ones that want to ask. I all also of the feel like questions. it's a vibe as well, though, because we want to go out and we want to have fun. It's not about like getting with them or anything like that. But like we want to have fun. We seek out people who have that energy True. of being very relaxed, being True. very fun, free, wild, whatever it may be. Just so happens to be that they're always. Yeah, so hot you just as think well. they're actually just matching our energy. Matching no, because there are some energy. situations that they're not just matching our energy. Like, but I also feel like it's liberating, right? If you're if you're a straight female and or a straight person, and you are in a situation like that, and you just want to have a bit of fun, and you're letting loose, and you're drinking loads, and and maybe it is just one of those situations where like, oh, I'm interested in like seeing what that would be like mm. i mean I'm, I'm happy to be there I am. yeah i mean because we've got each other yeah, it's fine say, if i was single I'm that abso- would be damaging we are absolutely harmless but we've got each other so we're like yeah use me for what you need i'll um, be your little puppy I'll, I'll do a little fact sheet for you i'll you know yeah. i'll, I'll do you your smell homework. me if you want they that always do weird. that that's a classic one oh yeah they like, love smelling you i think because i've got i wear quite a masculine perfume you're just so quite. I'm bridging the gap. Yeah, I'm bridging the gap. So that's always a way. That's of actually them. quite annoying though, because I wear a more masculine fragrance than you, and mine. I don't nicer get it than yours. Is it? Yeah. You smelled so good the other day when you used mine. It's deeper. Mine's deeper. It's. Str- I just think mine's stronger actually, because yours is a really nice smell, but mine's just stronger. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> fruity females in the bars keep on coming. We're not complaining. We're just. Oh saying, yeah, line like, them up. They're somehow coming in in the tens of thousands at the moment. Yeah. Oh. I'm not. Yeah, that's not. not That's a lie. They're just they're queuing at the at the bar. The one to tens, you know, Mm. not the tens of thousands. Um, But they're all tens out of tens. They're all tens out of (laughs) tens. So talking about straight girls, this has led us in really nicely to our lesbian dating horror story that we got a few days ago. That I'm sorry to say that we loved to read because it's it's not the best situation for you, babe. But it is brilliant to talk about. I'm going to keep this on anonymous. but this is a really interesting horror story. Yeah. Michelle just... Obama. <laughs> yeah, it is Michelle. It? Michelle messaged us. Yeah. <laughs> she said, by the way, I've got this story for you. I'm in a relationship with this guy. I've been out as openly bisexual for a few years. However, the twist of this story is that before coming out as bisexual, I was out as a lesbian for 10 years prior. I connected with men in my very early 20s, which led me to try dating men. 
Even though before I was certain I was a lesbian, I'd be lying if I said that I was still sure about liking men. Even though I'm with a man now, lols, she says. Ouch. Ouch. Anyways, fast forward to now. I met this girl and I think she's straight, but I'm not fully sure. We work together, so we spend a lot of time together. She's literally my type to a T. And whenever she's around, I feel all kinds of things and intense. The feeling she's given me reminded me that I've actually never felt that way for my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop thinking about her and I'm questioning everything. I don't know if I'm dealing with compulsory heterosexuality. I don't know if she's into girls. I've never fallen for a straight girl before. All the feels. Oh, babe. There's so much to unpack here. There is so much to unpack. Because I I can sit here on my pedestal and say... I could never see myself because I've been out now, yeah, for a decade. Mm-hmm. Suddenly being like, oh, I might try dating men. I'd be traumatized. I actually think it'd be more stressful for me to realize I'm bisexual than it would be to realize I'm, I was gay. Sorry, mm. it actually would. Because I love being well, a lesbian. You're doing like a 180, aren't I you? I just love being a lesbian so fucking much. I don't want to be anything else. Like mm. power to everyone else who's something else I don't want to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... I mean- that is the first thing because it's like do you know what i feel i just feel this level of entrapment right now for Mm. her Mm -hmm. like i I read that and i'm like uh, and there is entirely no problem with her being bisexual or figuring that out later after coming out even yeah whatever it is and, and whatever you are nothing ever has to be set in stone and i completely completely believe in that However, if you're in a situation like that and you've suddenly got an intense feelings that you've never had for your actual boyfriend that you're with, with another girl, yeah, that isn't, for me, I feel trapped for her. Yeah. Just thinking about it. I mean, I think I did go back and was like, first things first, leave your boyfriend. <laughs> and and but, but even if she was saying to me, you know, I'm actually in a relationship with a girl and I'm feeling this about yeah. a, another girl at work, I'd say the same thing mm. because like for me if you're not in an open relationship and you can feel that for someone else, the feelings are not there strong enough for the person that you're with. Um, I also found it interesting as well that she mentioned compulsive heterosexuality. Yes. Because I, I do believe Mm -hmm. that there is so much, you know, that they say that they tried to safeguard the media and that we're trying to brainwash people about being gay, et cetera. I think it's the other fucking way yeah. around. I think that there, there is this compulsive heterosexuality that is put onto mm-hmm. everyone as soon as you're as soon as you're growing up. She may have had a night where or a few nights where she felt really comfortable with men and started to connect on a different level that maybe she thought that she could and fell into that way of life because for her she may have thought, Does this look easier for me? Well, this is the thing, right? This is what I was gonna say, easier. Mm. Because we've had gay friends, lesbian friends, who have exactly said that. I've said I may just start dating men because it's easier. Mm. It's not easier to date men and it's not easier to date women, but it would be easier to date men if you weren't that emotionally invested. What Mm. can make women loving relationships so difficult is that the intensity of emotion can be so insane Mm. that a lot of people can struggle with that and it can become quite toxic and it can be really bad, which can and has led, you know, maybe in this case, some people to choose an an easier route or a route but where also their internalized homophobia so, uh mm. heightened mm. for that person that they can have a nice relationship maybe not a you know emotionally fueled for the good or the bad but just an easier relationship and i think again that is what kind of forced heteronormativity can be i'd be interested to know if they had any arguments what him and her? Mm. Probably not. Probably I would not say anything not that fiery. Many. No, maybe like oh, you left a fucking dishwasher yeah. like open, but maybe not yeah. an actual argument that's filled with some no. emotion. Like I, I do genuinely think in this situation, if you're starting to feel a certain way towards someone like that, cut him loose. Yeah, because this is going to give you a hell of a lot of stress. If yeah. you if you genuinely feel like, oh, I actually have never, never. It's not even like, oh, it reminds me of when I felt like this for him and maybe it's died down a little bit, which happens in relationships. If you feel like you've never felt like that towards this guy, but you're feeling it about somebody else, mm-hmm. maybe just kind of cut your losses a little bit. But also try and figure out what's going there with this girl because it could be something you never know. You could have a bit of fun. You could, you could have a really 
great connection. She may not be going there because she also knows that you've got a boyfriend. Yes. So she's not going to think anything that you're that you're kind of having any interest towards her. So she's probably keeping her mouth shut. Is what I would. Well, to add a little bit of further context on that, there was a little bit of back and forth, and they are doing the classic thing of like playlists. Oh, are they the playlists mm, favoriting the same songs? Like there is there is gay tension there. Mm. So my bets are on the fact that yeah, this girl that she wor- works with, it it's very much mutual. Can That's I tell I this girl? Can you send me that playlist? I'm dying to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear the playlist. That will that will actually be the that will be the tell. I know that like the first song is like when I think about you, I touch myself. Or Leaky Lee, I follow rivers. That's just that's yeah. a soft entry. <laughs> But yeah, to this girl, like, it is a shitty situation to be in. I'm sorry, babe. But, but our I advice, agree. dump him. Dump try him. And send her more playlists. Dump him. Just ask her. Kiss I her. think this is a situation where you can ask her. Yeah, From I do what too. I'm getting, there's not any, like, it could, it, it may be, oh, no, sorry, it's not that of a thing for me but I don't get it as in a sense where she's gonna freak out and never talk to you ever again Mm. so I think you're very much in a strong position where dump the boyfriend give yourself at least a little bit to just like be on your own oh come on lesbians you you won't yeah you're not gonna do that put it in your playlist be like do you like women just find songs that have those titles or just write her a song that's what a lot of lesbians do write her a song or a poem (laughs) a poem how sweet (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i really want to watch this oh Mm. hear this uh story unfold do you know what is so funny about this right now guys is that you can't see it but scarlet is stroking the dog like you know how like an evil villain would be stroking the cat on their lap while she's saying dump your boyfriend but yeah this dating story i know that a lot of people again can relate i feel like a lot of workplace crushes happen as well when you're like in it when you're in it by the workplace crush because that's common Mm. and the reality the you two outside the workplace might not work but whatever happens and this isn't me being a man hating lesbian yes it is dump your boyfriend dump your boyfriend and finger i would say it if you had a girlfriend as well probably not as passionately but i'd still say it dump your fucking boyfriend no if she had a girlfriend i'd be like invite her in for a threesome yeah true <laughs> she had a, yeah i'd be like just to see if it, you can i'm terrible don't take my advice so I, I i know that a few months ago we did a video that was like us talking about our icks with one another what is wrong with me we've got a bit of You've hair, hair. <laughs> that we were we were talking about our icks because there yeah, was like a challenge, challenge going around, around where people were talking about their icks with one another like an ick is when you're like oh god you've given me the ick you make, what, me you, feel you make me feel violent. You feel quite unwell. You're just annoying. And now we've started a new thing in our relationship where we just say, I love it when, just really passively aggressively about well, anything. How this happened is I was minding my own business getting ready the other day and just Freya stormed into the living room and was like, I love it when you do this. And then I just went back calmly <laughs> and was like, Well, I love it when you do that. And then she was like, And I love it when you do this. And we went on back and forth quite pathetically for it's ages. So, because oh, we're it is, we are pathetic. Immature mm-hmm. and we haven't learned how to communicate like adults. No. I don't know how we're still together four and a half years later. Probably Trapped. financial commitments and the dog at this point. <laughs> Who knows? Um, <laughs> so oh, we you're thought. Such a cunt. Do you know what? It caused an argument in the moment, but it's quite funny. It's quite funny. So why don't we do it again and then yeah. air it? Um, I'm I'm going to try and think of these on the spot. Yeah, same. These I are coming. Have them in these my are phone. coming straight from my head right now. Right, go on then. If you're so fucking confident, I love it when you record an audio to send over to somebody and then you listen to it twice. I love it when every time that you're in the gym on a spin bike, you have to make sure you're really, really sweaty before you take a photo to pretend to everyone how sweaty you are. And then also pose as if you think you're on the cover of fucking Vogue magazine. <laughs> Go on. Those two are not fucking cool. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> Fuck me. Hold on, now I've got to think about something even more evil. I do get evil with these. I do. <laughs> it brings out a side you're of me su- that is pure you're fucking such a twat. venom. You are such a twat. I am. Go on, think of one. Yeah, but now you're such fucking... a twat. Why are you struggling? Yeah, but you've Why are you struggling me so now? much, hey? If 
I'm so annoying. This is what I mean. You be able to ding, this ding, is what ding, I mean ding. when we argue. I, I, it, everything goes from my head because I just get so flustered. I don't. And you just think about having sex with me. No, I no. really don't. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. I fucking don't, babe. <laughs> Um, just go for a simple domestic yeah, chore. Yeah, I was just going to go, go on. for one. I love it when you leave the boiler door open every fucking day. I love it when you leave the dishwasher door open. I love it when you don't unpack nor pack the fucking dishwasher, so I've got to do all that <laughs> myself. So woe is me that the door's open. I love it when you know I've got a really bad back and you'll stand there and watch the dog take a massive shit and then watch me have to bend down crippled and pick it up guys can whilst i say you stand there this girl loves picking up dog no, shit no i don't yes you do i don't yeah, love you picking do. up dog shit i just hate having to watch you yes. pick up fucking dog shit because you act like a child no i do. i pick it up like a normal fucking person just if because i don't like your- grab a fucking whiff like you do when you fucking pick it up and you go chill she does no. <laughs> no. I love it when you pick up dog shit and then you go that smells like mine <laughs> I don't Freya I don't do that <laughs> what happens is is as you do I'm gonna shove this <laughs> I wish um, what I do is as I'm tying the bag it happens to whiff up and I have said yes on a couple of occasions I'm like it's weird they smell the same I haven't actively <laughs> been like mine the dog shit and I say it's because you're always fucking making out all the time you're like sharing the same microbiome like yeah, you which are. is probably scientifically true <sighs> um, your turn <laughs> I love it when Go on, bitch. You take off your pants at night with sanitary pads attached to them. And with your feet, kick them to the bottom of the bed where the dog sleeps. And then the dog finds them in the middle of the night, pulls them out from under the sheet and starts incessantly licking it until the pan is split in half. Do you know what? No! <laughs> no, I know what you're going to do, and I'll just cut it. But what you do do is that like, you leave your pants in just like a pile and your shit den next to your bed. I don't know I what do happens, but I have to clean it. Every uh, right, other no, day, so I have I'm to calling clean it. Out, I'm calling out to everyone here. Does anyone else have, have a, a side, table. side table next to their bed, which basically reflects that of a crack den? Because I do. It is her mental... I, I love like, it. I feel like it's I like looking into her. her psyche every time I look at that bedside yeah. table because I think that, okay, it's really fucking bad today. I know Let I'm me not just alone. not go near her. Um, but yeah, no, you just leave a... Pi- I love it when you just leave a pile of pants that just collect over the days um, with all the fur and then Ziggy will find each one of them and every single one of them has been nibbled. So don't you dare come at me okay, with the whole pad shit. Can people tell me what's on their shitty table in the comments, by the way? Because I actually want to know, because we call it my shitty table. And what's on mine is things like jewellery, plasters, not used plasters. Scoobies. Do you remember when you had your Scooby Uh, phase? Yeah. Residence uh, residual um, Scoobies from about six months ago. (laughs) A glasses case, a Vicks um, inhalation bottle of coke uh usually a bottle of coke that's been a ne- empty bottle of ivian water um aesop hand cream chewing gum of ziggy's fur chewing gum which is her problem no and Acne i actually cream, had which to is also her problem i had to clear off the face, chewing the, use the face actual wipes, use which is also gum. her problem that's you that is you no it's not the it's use you. face wipe is you i put mine in the bin every time you put you just go uh, on the shitty table. Maybe you should ask the ma- the shitty table what your mental state is in right now, and then no, because I understand. asked Sabrina. So our friend Sabrina's like a witch, and I've asked her, and she says I'm a good person. So if <laughs> Sabrina says it, I fucking believe it. I believe it. I believe it. If Sabrina's saying it, it's true. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. You're you're actually not. You're just you're even in front of people, which I think is a good sign. You're so nice behind closed doors. You well, are such I, a yeah, because in front of behind other closed doors, I I literally just crawl up in a little hole. Uh, well, yeah, and I act like a fucking six-year-old. I yeah. do. It's yeah. pathetic. Is it's pathetic. I'm constantly getting up, drinky, cokey, juice. She My favourite thing it's is so to Freya will cook me dinner, get me a little drink. You know, we will walk the dog together. A really nice night, and then and we'll I'll be, also clean up after dinner as well. Can I just say this? 
Freya, this will annoy me if you go into the division of household chores because it is actually <laughs> okay, equal enough, and enough you like cleaning. Board. Are you like Next. cooking? Next. And then we'll get into bed and I'll be like, Freya. She'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, you've not been very nice to me today. Oh, And it's that's so my favourite. Do you ever, if you're in a relationship, please tell goes, me that we're not nasty. alone. Is that sometimes you just get a bit bored and think, I don't want an argument because I actually hate argument. But what can I do that will wind the person up enough that will cause a little bit of fire mm-hmm. just to spice it up spice a little bit? Up. You go, yeah, I've been, been very nice to me today day. after I've done everything for her. Um, without it turning into an argument. And then can you'll anyone go, else give, can, like, can you again just comment on anything this is posted on and give me some pointers of how else I can wind Freya up? Because I fucking live for it. If you send those, I'm blocking those comments straight away. There they're going. No, you don't. Cause we need the, no, you can't because we need the, we need the interaction <laughs> and we need That's the fine. She can annoy me as much as she wants. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into bed finally, all settled, taking off my makeup. I've Because clo- I'm also the house closer. You know, everyone's got like a house closer in the house. I'm the house closer. So like all the lights, locking the doors, making sure everything's off. The dog would literally have died of starvation if it wasn't so for me. So would you. You would have died of starvation if it wasn't for me. True. Anyway. And then I finally get into bed, and then she goes, Juicy. Juice. It's that voice. It's juice. <laughs> and then I go up and I get her the juice, and then I lie back down. And I put the laptop on my lap to put something on. Then what do I hear? Greeting, sweet. Freya. Greeting, <laughs> chocolate. Yeah. I don't really eat chocolate, though. That's where normally we but don't But then have it is something. It's Freya... kind of, it just keeps going, and then you go, Freya. Yeah. And I go, what? Have you turned and off the Do you meeting? know what? Half the time, I don't even want this stuff. It's just point of principle. Just wants of to see if I'll get doing. up and get it. But yeah. yeah. But anyway. Is there that. anything yeah. else yeah. we want to discuss on episode three of the Lesbian Supper Club podcast? Not today. I don't think there is. I mean, we've got loads of stuff, but we've taken up quite a lot of time as per Talk, usual. As, especially talking about straight girls. I could go on forever and ever and ever about straight girls. So yeah, please like submit more straight girl experiences, issues um, and traumas that you have. Please don't forget, yeah, to submit your lesbian dating horror stories. And guys, like, please can you, you know, continue with liking, downloading, notifying yourself, reviewing, commenting, yeah. RE, new podcasts, because we've we said We love it doing it. We love doing it, but we can only keep doing it if we have your support. You so thank you, lesbians. Luscious. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, pansexuals, bisexuals, everyone. We love you. And um, especially our straight allies are brilliant. Ally. Ally. We've got one in the room, actually. We have got our beautiful ally. But yeah, thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode of the Lesbian Supper Club. And we look we'll forward to speaking to you soon. Yeah, in a couple of weeks. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully these will become weekly when we can get some cash. We love you. But for now, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye.